please welcome to the stage from Latitude High School, located in Oakland, California, Dean of Culture, Christian Martinez. Um, I'm super grateful to be here, super excited. The speakers just blew me away with their stories. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a minute since I've been out there with so many people during this pandemic, so it feels good to reconnect. Um, I want to appreciate everybody back home. Shout out to my mom. Um, and I also want to ground ourselves on the work of Bell Hooks. I wouldn't be the person who I am today without reading All About Love and the Will to Change. Um, I'm going to share a little bit of my story. I'm going to pause in the middle. I haven't shared my story this deep in quite a while. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Thank you. Hello, everyone. My government name is Christian Martinez, but I go by Poeta Galactico because I come from outer space. Most of my time, I was called alien. I'm the co-founder and dean of students of Latitude High. I've been educated for 11 years now. But really, I'm a poet and a brown dude from the hood who's changing the narrative for people who have similar stories like me. I come from the mud. When I grew up in Europa, Michoacán, Mexico, Purepa, Chalán, I was super shy and always nervous. According to my mom, I cried every day during the first uh, year of kindergarten. And some mornings, I would hold them to the street pole because I, I didn't want to go to school. My family was, and until this day, is very caring and big believers in the impossible is possible, a mantra I carry to this day. I arrived to DP Stokeland on September 17, 1999, searching for a better future, the so-called American dream. I was 10 at the time. I grew up in survival mode and undocumented. When I turned 25, I had the privilege to become a permanent resident to the US. I turned 33 just a few weeks ago. Yes. And I didn't plan this far ahead. My schools were a place of fear, mainly because attending elementary school in Michoacan, Mexico, a lot of my classmates would go missing due to cartels and I would never see them again. When I arrived to the US educational system as an English learner, I thought things would be different, mainly because growing up back home, I would watch movies like Home Alone, The Breakfast Club, thinking that was the idea of living in the US and attending schools, but it wasn't for me. Now we're gonna dive into my actual educational story a little bit deeper. I hope you swim good. During my freshman year in high school, I discovered I was undocumented and what that meant for me moving forward around access, privilege, and higher education at the time. In my sophomore year, I was a victim of gun violence. I got shot two blocks away from my high school. I was on the road to becoming a professional dancer. I really wanted to join a group called Jabba Walkies. Six months later, my dad passed away due to an illness called muscle dystrophy. Right after that, I went to a deep, dark depression full of self-doubt, no therapy. I spent the majority of my high school years in physical and emotional pain. I've dropped out of high school three times. That's when I realized the system wasn't ready for what I was facing. It wasn't built for a brown boy like me. When I stopped going to school, not a single school member came looking for me. I knew I was alone. I'm sure for them, I was just another dropout. That filled my belly with fire and my will with so much energy. 
to go and prove not just the school system, but to prove myself that I had a narrative to share. In 2007, I graduated high school, never walked to stage, attended prom, homecomings, got a cap and gown. During the graduation ceremony, my life essay won the highest scholarship award given by that school that night, but I wasn't there. I was cleaning offices with my mom. Eventually, that scholarship became food, became food money because my mom and I were homeless for about a year. I was supposed to attend community college and pursue a degree in psychology, but when I enrolled, I was tagged with out-of-country fees due to my legal status in this country. I did it for about a semester, but eventually, I couldn't afford it. I'm here because of my story. I'm here because of my work ethic. I'm here without degrees or labels that give me access. I'm here to redefine what success looks like. There's a lot of people finding success on the outskirts and silence or what a typical journey to that place looks like. I'm here to change the narrative. Thank you. The first time I heard the phrase deeper learning was back in 2017 when I met Lillian Sue and John Bossman. We in the building. They spoke about new ways learning creating a different type of environment where young adults can create projects, get back to their community, and build a sense of agency within themselves. I remember going back home that night and searching all about that via Google, YouTube, articles. It was a crash course. In 2018, as the first year of Latitude started to unfold, I witnessed firsthand Deeper Learning gave students' voice and access. They were able to reimagine their future lives, think beyond themselves, and how their work was impacting the community. I saw the interview change makers all around the city, create their own podcasts, build a tiny home for in-house youth in Oakland, California, two blocks away from my own home. I started to see how deeper learning can connect the dots between what's happening in the community, what it needs, how the school can help and be a disruptor for change. How deeper learning can also expand their sense of possibilities. But that's when I realized that deeper learning was not new to me. It was just branded in a fancy way. It has to be part of my teenage journey. See, when I was back in high school, I already was doing deeper learning without even knowing it. I was making websites for small businesses in my community. I was doing documentaries of the impact of gentrification in my city. I was a translator for my homies on the block. I was the plug, fixing computers, cars, supporting with legal documents all around my community. We were doing murals on street corners about social justice, demanding change in our communities, while we also learned our own history. I was an entrepreneur with, with my very own business, selling high-end clothes from the trunk of my Cadillac at that time. Beautiful. I grew up learning about Malcolm X, Che Guevara, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Dolores Huerta, Cortez y los Conquistadores, Tupac Amaro, the Inca warrior, as well as the best rapper to ever live, Tupac Shakur. Not from educational institutions, but from the community members via storytelling and live events. I've been doing deeper learning without even knowing it. What I have noticed about implementing deeper learning in my context is that students will test you, they will question you to see if you're preaching what you're teaching. For example, if you are teaching about poverty, homelessness in your city, students will see if you are actually aiming to create change, not just within that project, but outside the school gates. Once they realize that you are passionate about it, their engagement grows. They want to see that you are not selling hope. Currently, outside from being the dean of students, school recruitment, 
lead family liaison. I teach a class, social entrepreneurship, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, where we learn about the stock market, ticker symbols, generational wealth, and read the movement of what's happening in the world, the impact that companies and the power that they have all throughout the world. In that same class, we talk about fast, we talk about fashion and side hustles. I have a golden brand. It's called Swim Good. The meaning of that brand is, no matter what you add in this ocean called life, you're gonna be okay if you just swim good. I'm teaching a class where students are creating their own brands with meanings, create alternative income. Next month, we will have a pop-up event, about 20 brands, all aiming to empower their communities and raise money for their graduation festivities. I'm gonna end with this. A lot of times in education, we aim to innovate, which is a beautiful thing. But sometimes, a lot of times, those ideas already exist in some form in our communities, especially in marginalized communities where we always find a way to survive. As we move forward to reimagine education, what it should look like, what it should feel like, I challenge you to take the less travel road, do deeper learning with community members, and let them be the drivers. Integrate the homie with less access into your projects, interview family members, local artists, activists, create space where students can learn from the struggle and the beauty within. Highlight the stories of the heroes from the same community you serve, demystify what success looks like, while also creating a sense of community, because that's when we all win, elevate. Christian.